This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. Thank you very much for your messages about the pantomime. I'm relieved to say it went well. Um, I think, yes, I think it went well. Uh, Seemed to get a good response. Eventually on the last night, I think we actually seemed to know what we were doing. There is a video that's been made and we're going to go and watch that in a few weeks time. So that will tell actually if it was all in our imagination. But there was a joke that I really liked, but it just didn't work. I tried it one night, didn't work, so I cut it out. Um, But can I try that joke on you? So my character uh, came from the West Midlands and I was rather um, a stupid chef. So I came out with stupid things, but this joke, now let's see if it makes sense. It probably won't. You're probably going to think, what is she going on about? As did most people. But hey, I'm going to go with it. So the joke went like this. I'm laughing as I say it. Right, Philippa, keep calm. It's fine. That wasn't the joke, by the way. Sorry. I'm going to start the joke now and I'll do the funny accent. So, Malities, 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 malities. Well, that's the four malities over with. Formality. Do you see? Do you get the joke? Please tell me if you do. I thought it was funny, but I felt like I had to do a PowerPoint presentation explaining why it was funny to people, and that wasn't good enough. I needed instant laughs, and I didn't get them. So, yes, malities, 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 malities. Well, that's the four malities over with. Anyway, there we go. Hey ho. I'm hoping you're laughing. I'm laughing at myself probably isn't a very good idea. But anyway, I've got lots of books to tell you all about, so I better get started. Now, the last time I spoke, um, I was just reading the Sophie Hanna latest book, Haven't They Grown? And I was really enjoying it. And uh, I promised that I would come back and give you my conclusion. And my conclusion is, yeah, what a great book. You have to, taking my glasses off now, because I'm focusing even more it's very strange to take my glasses off to focus but never mind um 
you do have to sort of suspend disbelief in terms of you you can't think well this is a normal environment these are normal circumstances because that's not what the book is the book is completely true to what it sets out to be but the whole premise of this woman um, not seeing her friend for a long period of time many many years but when she does glimpse her the children are exactly the same age as they were when she last saw her um, that that holds true she has a very good solution to it not one that I had foreseen some good twists some action some oh, will it will it all be all right what's going to happen at the end so the tempo and the pressure was built up so I really enjoyed it I would recommend it it's uh, in hardback Sophia Hannah, haven't they grown? I, I enjoy that one immensely. There we go. I haven't used the word immensely today, so I'm using it for that book. Now, the next one I want to talk to you about, this is really an early warning because this book comes out in, let's have a look. It comes out in April um, on ebook and June uh, in print. This is a book you are going to want to read because it is extraordinary. So um, it's by Rob Reynolds and it's called Blood Red City. So let me read you the sort of the, the blurb about this. A witness, but no victim. A crime, but no crime scene. When crusading journalist Lydia Wright is sent a video of an apparent murder on a London train, she thinks she's found the story to revive her career, but she can't find a victim, much less the killers, and the only witness has disappeared. Wary she's fallen for fake news, she begins to doubt her instincts, until a sinister call suggests that she's not the only one interested in the crime. Michael Stringer deals in information and doesn't care which side of the law he finds himself on, but the murder on the train has left him exposed and now he'll stop at nothing to discover what Lydia knows. When their paths collide, Lydia finds the story leads through a nightmare world where money, power and politics intersect and information is the only thing more dangerous than a bullet. Doesn't that sound great? Um, so this is written by um, a guy let me find a bit of blurb on rod for you because there is a story so he's written other books um i haven't read any of his others i'm sorry i do think i've come across him in previous years at crime fair crime fest um and this is going to be published by arenda books who we love very much um and it's just a great book rod has uh oh i'm i'm just reading and not speaking at the moment so let me just read out he used to work uh, in advertising as a media buyer uh, then he got an ma in novel writing um, from city university london he lives with his wife family and spends most of his time trying to keep up with his two young daughters ah uh, this is not a book about bringing up two young daughters we could safely say it's brilliant um as i read it i could see it as a film it's very visual if this doesn't get made into a film well i don't know what it it should be done immediately it's very much a book of our time it's a thriller but it's it's not a light thriller it's not an easy thriller because that makes it sound like it's dumbed down but sometimes some thrillers i struggle with whereas this one i was just turning the pages wanting to find what what happened i could see all the characters i could really see all the action and i loved it i loved the the journey through the book i loved the conclusion and certainly be looking out for more of rod's books in future um so yes, that's one. Set your diaries, make a note, set the time. 
If you like ebooks, then you're going to get this much earlier, April. If you prefer print like me, then you will have to wait for June, but I think it's worth it. It's a really good one. And um, all bookshops should be stocking this, people. They really should. So if you go into your bookshop in June and it's not stocked, particularly if it's one of the larger bookshops that don't always deal with every publisher, then demand this book from them. That, that would be my advice. Anyway, there we go. You can tell I've had some coffee today, can't you? So, so there we go. Blood Red City by Rod Reynolds. Very good. While we've been talking, I have managed to stand on something that has cut my heel and it's quite painful. I actually have blood coming out of my heel while I'm talking to you. And that's not because the book is Blood Red City, but literally there is, I've cut myself. And, but I am dedicated to this podcast and I will carry on regardless, particularly as I've got another cracker to talk to you about. Um, just out, Chris Haughty. I hope I've got that right. If it's Haughty, I apologise, Chris. It's uh, spelt H-A-U-T-Y. That's Chris's surname. And this book is called Deep State. Um, and let me read you the sort of the blurb about this. In the deep state, no one is who they say they are. The White House chief of staff is dead, discovered collapsed in his home. Paramedics say it was a heart attack, but something's not right. And only his intern, military vet Haley Chill, can see it. After her fears are dismissed by police, Haley uncovers an organisation buried in the furthest reaches of government. Now she has no way of knowing who she can trust. Then things get really dangerous. There is a plot to assassinate the president, one they are ruthless about hiding. They know that someone is onto them and soon they will know that it's her. So Haley must work like the deep state. Infiltrate, trust no one, kill or be killed. Uh, I really enjoyed this. The principal character, Haley, you meet her at the very beginning of the, of the book. And I got completely on side with her. I felt, yes, I haven't come across someone like her, but she was relatable. She was understandable. And I really liked her. I She's different to some of these American thrillers um, where it's the usual chap running in and saving the world. I liked this character and I liked the sort of the havoc that she caused and the approach and how people judge her incorrectly and how she deals with that so this was a great book there's action it's a great story good twists and turns i really enjoyed reading it um and i would uh, thoroughly commend it to you you can get it in ebook as well and an audio but deep state a very very good book great character if you want a thriller you happy to read something based in america um, but you want something that's just a bit different instead of all these samey ones then I would thoroughly recommend this. Really good. So we're cracking, aren't we? Some great books there. Now we're going to come on to something. I'm going to make some enemies here. So there was a deal on audio, um, on an audio book with Audible. And I thought, oh, I've got that book in print version and I haven't got round to reading it. So great, let's get it on audio book and then I can read it, listen to it, get through the books. So it's another one that I feel I'm making effort i'm getting through my to be read pile great ticking all the boxes um so the book that i purchased is called everless by sarah holland it turns out after about three hours in that i'd got the book wrong and it was a completely different one to the one i had bought 
So I thought, well, three hours in, that's a commitment. I'm seeing this through and I must get you the blurb. Hang on. Here we go. Time is a prison. She is the key. Packed with danger, temptation and desire. Perfect for fans of the Red Queen. I haven't read the Red Queen. Have you? Anyway, sorry, get back to it, Philippa. In the land of Sempera, the rich control everything, even time. Ever since the age of alchemy and sorcery, hours, days and years have been extracted from blood and bound to iron coins. The rich live for centuries, the poor bleed themselves dry. Jules and her father are behind on their rent and low on hours. To stop him from draining himself to clear their debts, Jules takes a job at Everless, the grand estate of the cruel girling family. There, Jules will encounter danger and temptation when she falls for the girling heir, who is soon to be married. But the web of secrets at Everless stretches beyond her desire, and the truths Jules must uncover will change her life forever, and possibly the future of time itself. Da, 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 it's ten hours. Um, I believe it's YA. It seems to be YA. Um... I enjoyed the premise of it that uh, I haven't read a lot of these sort of fantasy books. So I enjoyed the, the, the concept of it and that blood is, is a currency effectively. Um, I had worked out a lot of the story within the first hour or two, if that. Um, and I didn't enjoy the narrator, but I don't know if that was just because I was expecting it to be a certain book and it turned out to be a completely different book, which is my fault. And I was just very confused and perplexed by that. Um, but there must have been a reason why I kept listening. So I must have enjoyed it to a certain extent. Um, but it wasn't one that I could really recommend. However, if you do like those sort of stories and that's your genre that you go to, then you probably would enjoy it anyway because you wouldn't have all the sort of misgivings that I had. Um, the other downside, and I really don't like this, is as it was winding up to end, I thought, well, this hasn't really finished. Oh, no, don't tell me there's another one. And lo and behold, when I'd finished it, it came up, would you like to buy this second book in the series? And I just thought, no, I want to read a book and actually complete the story i know i've gone on about this before and i understand books in a series have to have some continuation but to to go through 10 hours and not really feel that the story that story that was presented to me at the beginning is complete i don't know it just didn't do it for me so evela sarah holland i'm very sorry uh it wasn't my cup of tea but i bet you if the second book's on special offer i'll probably end up getting it and listening to it just because I want to find out what happens but if at the end of that one it then says oh here we go would you like book three I will scream so actually before I do get book two I will check there we go note to self so the next book I want to talk to you about is another audiobook so I'm sorry about that you're getting a few audiobooks from me um, but this one really enjoyed it now if you like uh, a crime, if you like good characters, if you're a fan of Val McDermott, L.J. Ross, those sort of books, then this one is for you. It's called The Patient Man and it's written by Joy Ellis. It's part of a series and this one I think is about number four or five in the series and I admit I haven't listened or read any of the others. So I've come to the, this completely fresh and I thought, well, 
this is the one I've got. This is what I'm going to listen to. If I really like it, I could go back to the beginning and listen to them all. Or I could just keep getting them from this point on. I do think that I have missed a huge backstory uh, in terms of what's driving the characters at this point uh, to deal with the crime that they're presented with. However, I think to go back now, I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much because I would know the answer to a lot of questions, presumably, in some of the other books, some of the other audio books. Um, so I probably wouldn't want to do that, but I will very much keep listening from this point on because I really enjoyed it. And Jo Ellis is another author I came across at Crime Fest. That's a, a festival of crime fiction. Uh, it's normally on in June, I believe, in Bristol. Um, I went for the first time last year, one day, really enjoyed it. Very, very good. So here we go. Um, the domestic bliss of Detective Inspector Rowan Jackman of Fenland Constabulary doesn't last long. His old nemesis, serial killer Alistair Ashcroft, is back in town and ready to tidy up unfinished business. Ashcroft sends a sinister text to DS Marie Evans, his opening move in what will prove to be a lethal game of cat and mouse. Yet for all his taunts, where is he? In a county crawling with police on the lookout for him, Ashcroft is nowhere to be found. Everyone Jackman cares about is in danger. Alongside the hunt for Ashcroft, however, normal police work must continue. The separate thefts of six pigs, a thoroughbred stallion, guns and some oil lead Jackman's crew to the notorious Lorimer family, ruled over on their farm by the fearsome matriarch, Rachel. Meanwhile, a seemingly routine break-in at the hub of at the hub at the home of gun club owner Kenneth Harcourt quickly becomes more complicated when the man long held responsible for having killed Harcourt's young daughter in a hit and run is shot dead in a car park by a sniper. A killer is on the loose in the quiet streets of Sultan Le Fen and he isn't going to stop at claiming one life. But why is he focusing on young Kevin so close to promotion to detective? And the sniper like Ashcroft takes to taunting the police. They'll never catch him. They need to respect him. They shouldn't be sidetracked looking for their old adversary. In a stunning conclusion, Jackman and Evans race against time to catch the sniper and track down their deadly adversary. A lethal game with a very patient man, full of twists and turns. This is a crime thriller that will keep you listening until the shocking ending. Set in the atmospheric Lincolnshire fens whose towns and isolated villages hide many dark secrets. There we go. It's 10 hours, 14 minutes long. It was just published uh, in February, 18th of February this year. So it's very new. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Give it a very, very strong mark out of out of 10, which is normally what I do for that one. Um, definitely look out for more of these. I worry that um, the way it ended and even just reading that bit of blurb as well, that there won't be another one. Um, that they'll move, the author will move on to different stories and different characters. But you never know. She's getting such good reviews for this series. Hopefully she will. Um, but it was really good. I love the narration by Richard Armitage. Uh, very good. Um, and I would uh, definitely look out for more by this author. So that's called The Patient Man. Uh, and it's a Jackman and Evans investigation. And it's written by Joy Ellis. So that was really good. And I must also say thanks to Jill Burtonshaw for highlighting it to me, pointing it out. I'm really glad you did. Thank you. 
Um, it's definitely one that I'm glad that I listened to. Thank goodness for that. So those are my books that I wanted to mention to you. However, a very interesting reader's question. Why do I keep saying reader's listener's question? I feel like I get it right. Very interesting listener's question. Dave, thank you. Um, Dave contacted me to ask what I thought about the latest Richard and Judy shortlist of books because normally I really like them. The last time I read and reviewed them all for you because I thought that there were some really interesting ones. And the latest list, so if you're not in the UK, um, Richard and Judy, a bit like Oprah Winfrey but not as flash, have a book club. They publish usually six, a list of six books every season typically uh, and if you get included on those lists it's great because your sales go stellar through the roof really good uh, so it's worth being included there is some issue of how much you have to pay to play but I don't know about that so I'm not getting involved in that I'll just take the books as they are However, Dave, I'm glad you've asked me because I haven't mentioned this shortlist before of these six books because I was unimpressed. I haven't read them all, so I'm being very judgmental, but a lot of them aren't ones for me. So the the first one is by Philippa Gregory. Now, obviously, we like her because she's got the right name. Uh, it's called Tidelands. It's based in England in 1648. The country is riven by civil war and witch mania. Indeed. Um, so, the, sorry, just repeat. The country is riven by civil war and witch mania when Alina, a young peasant woman skilled with herbs and ancient health remedies, meets a young Catholic priest on the run from Oliver Cromwell. She faces malice, envy and grave danger. So that sounds interesting, but it's not the sort of book that I would go for. So it's not one that I will be picking up. The next one, possibly, uh, The Nanny by Jilly McMillan. Um, and the premise of this is uh, that uh, this devastating psychological thriller centres on the mysterious disappearance of a nanny beloved by her seven-year-old charge. Jocelyn never gets over it and blames her mother. 30 years later, Jocelyn returns to her hated mother's house now a young widow with her own daughter. The child finds a human skull in the garden and there's a shock knock at the door. Yes. OK, you've got me with that one. That does sound good. That is possibly one that I will be reading. In fact, let's just see. While we're talking, I know this is very bad. I haven't rehearsed this, but there we go. What sort of reviews we've got. OK, so... 4.3 out of 5 that's got 216 customer ratings yeah that I think that's that's worth a try um, and that should be out in paperback now as well to keep the costs down now the next one is The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri now I do know someone who's read this and loved it it's not my sort of book I have to say so Aleppo's become a kind of shorthand for human suffering and cruelty and Christy Lefteri does not flinch from describing the hellish experiences of innocent men women and children caught in the jaws of Syria's pitiless civil war can life as a fleeing refugee be any better it it, it sounds brilliant but it is not it's the sort of book I want to to read it it's harrowing and uh, and too close to truth so yes we don't want that one so that's one I would not pick up um Tim Weaver, tell, uh, No One Home. I've read this one. I read it in hardback. 
I did not enjoy it at all. I love many of Tim Weaver's books, but I didn't enjoy the, this one. So I was really surprised to see it included. Um, Halloween in a Yorkshire village. Nine neighbours gather for a dinner party. Next morning, all have vanished without a trace. Two years on, the mystery remains as baffling as ever. Step forward, David Raker. That sounds great. That sounded really interesting, but I just didn't enjoy it at all, I'm afraid. Um, Sadie Jones, The Snakes. I've read that one. It's very good. Um, but I was surprised it was it was included. If you want to find out more about that one, go back to, um, I think, my last podcast, last but one. Um, should have those details for you. Yeah, it was it was it was a good book. I'm just surprised that it's on that list. Uh, now, the last one, Half a World Away by Mike Gale. I do enjoy Mike's books. I haven't read enough of them. So maybe this is one that I do need to. Um, a brother and sister torn apart when one is put into care and the other adopted. He grows up in privilege and becomes a successful barrister. She endures a harsh childhood and now works as a cleaner. But she never stops loving him and trying to find him. Their eventual reunion will warm your heart and break it. Oh gosh, that sounds like I'm going to cry a lot. Hmm, so I'm not entirely sure about that, but it does sound quite good. So I think there's two that are the standout ones for me, The Nanny by Gillian McMillan and Half a World Away by Mike Gale. Have I bought those? Have I acquired them in any shape or form? No, I haven't. Will I? I, I might, but I'm not, I'm not drawn to them. I was just disappointed with this list. I didn't know why these ones had been selected in particular when there are so many other fabulous fabulous books coming out at the moment but anyway there we go so that is me done I've waffled on enough I've taken up far too much of your time I'm ever so sorry it's just lovely to talk to you as always and I just hope all is well with you and you take care and I'll be back in touch again very soon bye-bye you've been listening to the quick book reviews podcast that's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.